So the topic of today's podcast is men who are emotional. Um, I get a lot of messages from guys, and just by their text message of them explaining how they messaged this girl and FaceTimed this girl a bunch, and how they went out of their way to tell her how much he liked her and how much he loves her, and all these other things, they always end up with the same outcome of the girl leaving them, the girl leaving them unread, the girl walking away, the girl asking for more space. So why is that? Why is it that these guys who are showing their emotions to women are getting way less success than the men who don't show their emotions to women? So this is what the podcast is about today. And I have a lot of quotes and I actually have a lot of studies behind this argument. So let's hop right into the podcast. So today, feminism and modern society promotes boys and young men to show their emotions. This is one of the biggest topics and arguments they use to fight toxic masculinity and we'll talk about that later shit's hilarious but but maybe even your mom sister or girlfriend has mentioned that you need to be more emotional but why is it that when men show their emotions to women they lose her respect she wants more space leaves them on red and eventually leaves them and shout out to the guys who uh learn the hard way you guys already know and maybe some guys who are listening to the podcast right now have you know, start showing their emotions to their to their women, and their women are losing respect for them and becoming more angry, bitchy, and upset. And maybe you've seen this in your parents' relationship. Your father becomes more emotional, and then your mother begins to act more bitchy, upset, angry, starts yelling, and, you know, you start to see that more when the men act more emotional, and they act like girls, they act like women. This is exactly what happens. I'll explain that as well. So... Men are confused, they're being told a fantasy, but then they see the reality of being an emotional man. So, Hollywood and movies have been running this simpy beta male behavior to be attractive to women. You know, you see in the movies, the guy chases, pursues, he comes up with all these ways to explain how much he loves this girl. Like, writes her a bunch of cards, buys her a bunch of things, and eventually they fall in love and they end up happily ever after. But then when guys try to do these tactics in real life, the girl ends up leaving them. The girl ends up not answering their calls, not answering their texts. The girl just starts to want more space. And you can obviously tell. And so these guys are confused. They start scratching their head like, hmm, I bought these. I bought this girl all these things. I took her to all these places. I spent a bunch of money. I, I poured my heart out to how much I liked her and how much I wanted to date her and be her boyfriend. But then she tells me no, or she tells me, oh, I'm not sure yet, or how about we be friends first, or I don't know, I'm not allowed to date, or some stupid bullshit. Okay, we all know this is bullshit, but guys are being told this all the time, and they believe it, just like how they were told to be emotional, and they believe that as well, how that would be effective. But now they're realizing it's not really effective. Um, and yeah, you know, when guys act more emotional and they act like women, it turns women off. Because women don't want to date a pussy. They already have one. Like, the fuck? So many guys nowadays are acting super emotional. They're acting upon their emotions. Angry. They get super sad. They get super depressed. They become super unhappy when the girl tests them. And a lot of these things are tests. When society is... The society is testing men. They're testing to see which men have balls. So when... Feminism and society make a post or some shit saying, oh, why toxic masculinity is bad and men should be more um, emotional. 
It's a test. Because the guys who actually understand women and the guys who actually understand the world understand that this is a test. This is a test of men's strength to see which guys are weak and which guys aren't. The weak guys are going to fall along with what society says, what feminism says, and then these weak men never get results. These weak men are soft and they're complete pussies and they never get any women. And then these guys are scratching their head wondering why Chad over here, the guy who's a complete asshole who does not even give a fuck about girls, gets all the girls. And I was in this position as well. I remember one girl, I think I've talked about on this podcast before. If you haven't listened to my podcast before, you guys need to go listen to all my podcasts. But I remember when I was in high school, there was this one girl I was so interested in. And I, I, don't even, I didn't even kiss her for like the longest time. Yeah, the funny thing is I didn't kiss her until I stopped liking her. But in the beginning, when I first met this girl, I really, really liked her. And I was calling her, I was texting her all the time. And, you know, she was answering the calls, but she was never reaching out to me, right? Obviously. And this was when I was a complete simp in high school. But, you know, this is like freshman year. I was just reaching out to this girl, calling her all the time, and just blowing up her phone. And in person, I'd be always walking up to her, always buying her things and always making her cards, whatever. A bunch of gay shit. I look back at it now, I'm like, oh my god, this shit's cringy as fuck, right? And that's probably what that girl was thinking, like, oh, this is really cringy, but I guess I'll just take it, whatever, you know. And, you know, I spent so much time and effort and energy, and, you know, I watched a bunch of movies on, on things like this as well. Like, oh, yeah, okay, the guy in the movie, he shows how he's emotional and how much he likes her, and then eventually they fall in love. Okay, so I did that. You know, I followed those steps of, okay, I'm going to pour my heart out to this girl, and then she's going to fall in love with me as well. So that's what I did. I told her, you know what? I really like you, and I want to date you. She's like, oh, that's so sweet. Ha, ha, ha. And then a week later, she's talking to another dude, a dude who does not give a single fuck about her. And I even when I was a simp, when I was trying to fucking save her from the streets, I was trying to be a white knight in shining armor, I told her, this guy is not indie. This guy does not like you. He, he told me he doesn't like you. <laughs> And that dude, you know, he specifically told me, I don't even like this girl. She just keeps following me around. And I got so jealous and salty, right? Because I was so emotional back then because I didn't know any better. I didn't have anyone or a podcast like this one to tell me what you're doing is fucking wrong. Until I obviously found people like Corey Wayne and I started learning things like this because I wasn't taught this shit, right? I had to learn the hard way like a lot of you guys. I had to learn the hard way. The reason why I make these podcasts is so you guys can learn from your mistakes, and so you guys could look back and reflect on all those times you acted emotional and how it turned women off, right? So you could see the reality of the world because if you don't learn anything from it, it's just a waste of time. And so that's what, the whole purpose of this podcast is to show you that all these experiences you guys have had wasn't to waste your time. It was to teach you something. And it's a very important thing you need to learn, right? So going back to the story, you know, I'm... I'm just like, what the fuck? Why is this girl so interested in this guy who does not give a fuck about her, right? And so I tried warning her, you know, because I was a white knight in shining armor back then. You know, I tried telling her all these things. Eventually, she just left me on red. She totally curved me, whatever. So then she's with this guy, and then he totally breaks her heart, whatever. I don't even know what happened. But then she goes back crying to me, explaining how I was right or whatever, right? And so I'm like, cool, I got her back. 
Then I continue acting emotional, whatever, and it completely turns her off, and she avoids me, right? Never wants to talk to me again. And then once I started meeting other women, talking to other women, dating other women, having sex with other women, you know, eventually she came back into my life because that's how the world works. The world and the universe loves to hand you women just to test to see where you're at, right? Just to see if you've learned something. So the world handed me this girl once again, and we were at a party, and, you know, I just did not give a fuck anymore. I didn't I didn't have any emotions towards her. I didn't have any feelings towards her, so it wasn't like I was trying to talk to her or go out of her way. But when she came to me, and this is when I learned a little bit about, a little bit more about dating relationships, right, and how to understand women, you know. I just knew that, okay, well, this didn't work with this girl, so I'm just going to move on, right? I understood that. And now looking back, I realize cats only come to the people who are fucking allergic to them and the people who don't want to pet them. That's how cats work. Women are like cats, okay? And, you know, I just stopped talking to her. You know, I stopped doing all these things for her. And I just acted like she didn't exist, right? I was having fun. I was talking to other women. And eventually she slowly walked her way into my circle. And she eventually started trying to talk to me. And I didn't care, you know? I wasn't. A lot of guys might be fearful and insecure about talking to a girl that they messed up with in the past. But, you know, I was more confident. And I was like, you know, I messed up with this girl. Who cares? It's not a big deal. I have plenty of other girls. And that's when I realized the power of having options is you stop caring when you have more options with women. A lot of guys act emotional. A lot of guys become insecure and fearful and needy of losing a girl when they have a lack of options. They have a scarcity mindset which turns women off, right? And that's being emotional. So going back to this party, you know, um, we're talking, we're hanging out, and I just generally don't really care, you know, what, what she has to think of me anymore. I just don't really care. I'm not being emotional either. And then she starts talking to me more. Eventually, one thing leads to another. She's in my room, and we're making out, you know. And then, once again, those feelings sparked up again, and we started talking and then eventually the same thing repeated and the same thing happened again, you know? And that's when I really, really had to understand that by being emotional, sharing your feelings and, and all these other things, it, women don't like that. They genuinely don't. Like, and there's studies of this all the time, and I'm going to tell you guys some of these studies as well. But a lot of you guys have, have experienced this, you know, um, in your own life with dating and relationships or whatever that, you know, whenever you show your emotions to women, it just turns them off. And I see this a lot, actually, when guys in married relationships or relationships in general, studies have shown that when men are when men are crying in front of their wife or girlfriend trigger something in their brain where they lose some sort of respect towards her and she's more likely to cheat on you i watched a tiktok on this and this guy was talking about it i was like yeah i mean yeah that makes sense right if i watched that tiktok back you know 10 years ago i would have been like no 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 that's not true right because it's such a hard truth is like a lot of guys who tend to cry and be emotional in front of women it shows it shows a lack of self-control and especially emotional self-control. 
and women are extremely not attracted to that. For men, we don't care. If if my girlfriend or I see a girl crying, it's not a big deal. It's like, okay, whatever. But if you see a guy crying, it's like, oh, shit, right? Like, it's bad. It's like, intuitively, you know it's bad, right? And it's even worse when it's over a girl, like, that is just a girl. It's like, the fuck, like... She broke up with you. Who cares? Stop being a pussy, right? Like, okay, she cheated on you. Probably because you're acting like a little bitch like you are now, right? And so, you know, you start to realize these things of, oh, yeah, this is fucking true, you know? Um, And a lot of people don't like to accept these truths because, yeah, these are like the hard realities of the world. Like, when girls see you crying, it's like you died. It's like you lost a battle against the world. And women don't like to see their man lose, right? They like a winner. They love winners. You know, they don't want emotional men who have no control. Because when men become out of control of their own life, it turns women off and women can't trust them. And women can never trust men who are emotional. They simply can't. And when when women can't trust you, the legs do not open. They stay closed, okay? It completely turns women off when men are emotional. And I have a quote from McCory Wayne as well he says for men learning to maintain emotional self-control is essential to being masculine attractive to women and creating conditions that make all personal and professional goals possible true whether it's negotiating a business deal pay raise keeping your job investing in the stock market or simply having loving and healthy relationships with people you love and care about emotional self-control makes it all possible without it Anger, fear, rage, and hopelessness takes over and can destroy your life by turning the women you desire off and causing other people to not want to do anything with you. It's always better to take your time to analyze and contemplate your options and future actions so you can respond in a superior way by remaining calm, peaceful, relaxed, instead of becoming hijacked by your emotions which never leads to desirable outcomes. Look at James Bond. That was a quote by Coach Corey Wayne, the GOAT. But look at James Bond. When James Bond is getting shot at, when James Bond is being told by girls that, you know, whatever, they have a husband, he doesn't get emotional. He doesn't care. It, like, it just flies by their head. Like, he does not take things like this seriously. But obviously that comes with time and practice, right? Getting shot at enough times, eventually you just stop caring. The sound of explosions and gunfire, I could fall asleep to that shit. You become used to it, eventually. But you have to experience it for yourself. So when you look at James Bond, he's getting shot at, there's explosions, car chases, and he's calm. He's not freaking out, he's not crying, he's not getting angry. He's calm, he's relaxing, he acts like he does this all the time. And this is how you guys need to act in your life every day. And I can guarantee you guys aren't getting shot at. You guys aren't driving fast cars. You guys aren't killing people. You guys aren't getting fucking blown up. None of that's happening to you guys. You guys are dealing with small little problems. And you guys are getting emotional by small little things. And trust me, these things can be way worse. And if you're getting emotional on these small little things, imagine when it comes to big things. And this is how women look at it. Is, okay, if this guy's getting emotional from me telling him that he's short or ugly, imagine if... Some guys were trying to kill us. Do you really think this guy can protect me? 
Or do you think he's going to start crying like a little bitch and start freaking out? That's exactly how she sees it. Is she wants to have someone that can protect her. So that's why women test you. This is exactly why women in society test you. Is to pre-qualify. And then women do this all the time. They're always trying to qualify to see which man is the best. They're always doing this. They're always seeing which men are the best to date. Right? Because women want the best. They want the top 3% of men. They've always wanted this. You always see 90% of the women chasing ten, the top 10% of the men. And the rest of the 90% of the men are virgins, they're average, and they don't get any pussy. This is the reality of the world. The top 10% of dudes are banging all the chicks. 100% of the chicks. This is the reality. And so going back to acting like James Bond, if you guys have watched the movie Casino Royale, you know, he meets this girl in that parking lot, right? And he offers her to come back to his room or something like that. And she says, no, I have a husband. Or, oh, I haven't done this in a while. And then he just says, maybe you're just out of practice. You know, she smiles and laughs. He does not care what she's doing. If she, whatever she said, if she has a boyfriend, if she has a husband... If she's doing this, A, B, C, D, she does not care about any of these tests or excuses. He has a mission, and he's going to complete that mission, right? So all those things she said just fly by his head. Doesn't even matter. It doesn't even affect him, right? He just doesn't care. He still goes to what he wants, right? And he, he does it in a playful and happy way. He could have been like, oh, oh, you have a husband? I'm so sorry. I, I didn't know. Like, that's so fucking cringy, right? He could have said that, or he just didn't care at all. Which do you think is more attractive? Like, be genuinely honest with yourself. What do you think is more attractive? Obviously, you're going to, you're, obviously, society and movies and all this bullshit Hollywood and all these people on the news is going to tell you that, oh, yeah, the guy who is always apologizing and the guy who lets women walk all over them is going to get the women. But you know deep down that's a fucking lie. You know deep down that every time you've tried doing that, it never worked. And I had to learn this the hard way as well. I had to learn the hard way. I explain a lot in my podcast how I learned the hard way. And a lot of you guys can relate to a lot of these topics I talk, talk about as well, which is super important, you know. And I think a lot of young men need to listen to podcasts like this. A lot of young men need to realize the reality of the world. And the society and feminism is against men. They are against masculine men. If you read the book Hard Times Create Strong Men, you'll realize the goal is to turn men and women against each other, technically. They don't want men and women to be desirable to each other anymore. But how do you do that? Well, you turn the men to women, and you turn the women into men. And there's always a balance of masculine and feminine energy. When men act feminine, they become fearful, insecure, and needy, which is obviously extremely unattractive to women. They are emotional, right? Like I said before, women don't want to date a pussy because they already have one. And when men become feminine, this causes the women to move into their masculine. Women are only feminists because of this reason. Because men were so weak to allow this behavior to occur. Why does OnlyFans exist? Because men allow it and they continue to allow it and they continue to keep paying for it. If all the men in the world decided, you know, I'm not going to give women like this free money and free attention and free validation. 
you think OnlyFans would exist anymore? No, their company would go bankrupt. They make all of their money due to simpy emotional men. That's exactly why. And so when women move into their masculine, it causes them to act bitchy, angry, annoyed. You might have seen this in your parents' relationship. Your father becomes more needy. He becomes more insecure. And your mom becomes more bitchy. She becomes more angry. She becomes more annoyed, frustrated, whatever. You could tell she's just not happy. She's not in her feminine. Because when when women are feminine, they're sweet, caring, loving, and simply amazing. Right? And they just want to be all over you. And it's an amazing feeling when women are feminine. But the only way women can feel feminine and be in their feminine energy is when you're in your masculine. Because when you're not in your masculine, they have to take on that masculine energy. Like I said, there's always a balance of masculine energy. It doesn't disappear. This is a real thing. People can sense it. People can feel it. And women especially because women are in tune with their emotions. And they can feel the change. They, they can feel the change in your body when you're acting more feminine. And they take on that masculine energy. And the reason is because they have to to survive. Let's go back into caveman days. The men were hunting. The men were, you know, fighting. All those things, right? The women were caring for the children, taking care of the house, whatever. But let's say, for example, there were no men. The women would have to move into their masculine, start hunting, start fighting, start doing all these other things. And you start to see this today in society as well. When single moms have to act more masculine, they have to act like the dad and the mom, which becomes extremely difficult. And they are always angry, bitchy, and upset. And they're just unhappy. And this is exactly why this is so important, why men and fathers need to be in the household. Because what happens is the women become more masculine. For example, I've talked about this in my Daddy Issues podcast as well. Um or the She Belongs to Streets podcast, is when women are masculine, they act like men, it is not good, okay? It, it's it's the opposite of good, right? It A lot of girls tend to start acting, acting like thoughts. A lot of girls tend to, you know, do all these things that lower their value when women move into their masculine. And this is all because a lack of a father figure, a bad father figure, or things like that. If their father is around, that's very bad. It's very bad on the whole household. The children are more likely, you know, the son's more likely to be a criminal and the daughter's more likely to be a stripper. This is the this is like scientific facts. Like search this shit up. What happens when there is a lack of fathers in the household? Like search up research. I have this on my website. I have the links on my website as well if you could if you want to go search up my website. Like there's a lot of issues when men are not in the household. All right, and when it's a single mother household, especially, the sons become more simpy, more beta, and they just become cucks. And the women become complete thoughts, com- feminists, and they belong to the streets. And you see this a lot today. A lot of the girls who belong to the streets ask them how their relationship with their father, and they'll say, Oh, uh, my father's a jerk, he's an asshole, or he, my father's never around, or my father left me, whatever. It's always something bad. But if you see really good, high-quality females, which is very rare, but if you ask them, how's the relationship with your father? 99% of them will say, my relationship with my father and my parents' relationship are fantastic. 
good relationships equal good people. Good good families equal good kids. Like, this is super important. And the reason why a lot of the guys who are acting simpy is because their father figures never never around to show them what it means to be a man or what how a man should act, right? And maybe if their father was around but he's weak and he let his his wife talk all over him, the kid sees mommy walking all over daddy. And so the kid grows up thinking that's okay and that's all right. So they grew up letting women walk all over them. And they think that's, that's effective and they think that's going to work because that's what they grew up seeing. That's all they grew up watching. And so if you also grew up watching Hollywood movies and you start getting brainwashed, you start to believe these things as well. This is all ties together. A lot of guys need to start waking up from the fucking matrix. Like, too many guys are stuck in this behavior, and it's a real, real issue. But let's go talk about the study. So, a study published in Psychological Science, a journal of the Association for Psychological Science, finds that a woman is more attracted to a man when she is uncertain about how much he likes her. As other research has found... Women who believed the men liked them a lot were more attracted to the men than women who thought the men liked them only an average amount. However, the women who found the men most attractive were the ones who weren't sure whether those men were into them or not. Boom. Right there. The women say, I think I'm going to be more interested in the guys who are more into me. Right? Because that sounds nice. That sounds really nice right that's what you want but that's not how the world works we're always interested in that one person who's not into you is that interesting there could be a hundred guys who like this girl but then there's this one dude who doesn't give a fuck about her doesn't care that she exists who do you think is going to stand out those hundred guys who all love her and like her and try to give her all this attention or that one singular dude who does not give a single fuck. And everyone knows the truth. Everyone knows the answer. It's that one dude. It's the 3% of men who do not give a fuck that she's attracted to. It's those guys she's attracted to. And this is the reality. And the same thing goes, you know, with women. A lot of guys, when they have lack of options, they have girls who are always like have always been into them but they just never were into them as much as they were into them and so they always chase the girls who were like not even into them in the first place and it's like what the heck are you doing bro right it's interesting how that works so then this goes with sales and then things like that you know you're always going to be more interested in buying something when they're not forcing it down your face like it's more of like hidden and you have to like try to look for yourself and you have to see if you know Things like that. And that, that, I remember uh, Andrew Tate talking about this as well, like how Bugatti does their sales tactic is they act like they're too good for you to even buy the car. Like they act like, no, 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 we don't want to sell you this car. Like you, you're not the one who deserves it. And so they make you have to prove to them why you need that car, why you deserve that car, and why you should have that car. After the fact of proving you have over like millions of dollars in your bank account, right? Like you have to, you have to chase them, right? That's the difference between other car com- or other car businesses and car salesmen. They're always chasing you, and so it's different, you know, at the top when you start to see how the sales change and how the dynamics change, right? And then those companies are obviously making way more money, right? 
And so let's go to the 48 laws of power because this is a big important thing when it comes to power. You know, men cannot be powerful if they're emotional. This is the reality. So the most important of these skills and power's crucial foundation is the ability to master your emotions. An emotional response to a situation is the single greatest barrier to power, a mistake that will cost you a lot more than any temporary satisfaction you might gain by expressing your feelings. And that's a quote from Robert Greene, 40 Laws of Power. Great book. You guys all need to read that book. For men, power is important. Value, or I mean, sorry, status, success, power. This is all what builds a man's value. Women, when women have power, it doesn't build their value. It lowers it because men and women are valued differently. We have different values and we value each other differently based on certain things. That's how men, this is how men are valued from women. And women are valued from us on their purity, their femininity, right? They're valued on those things, on their ability to caretake and their, their ability to just be good, right? That's how we value women. We don't value the girl who's shaking ass on TikTok. Like, we don't value women like that. Like, this is reality, and all guys can agree with me. And the girls get upset and triggered when guys who are open about things like this, like me, tell them, shit, we're not attracted to women who work. Like, I don't give a fuck if you went to college. I don't give a fuck if you worked. I don't care if you did, did any of these things. I literally don't care if you went to schooling to be a nurse. I don't give a fuck. All I care about is your purity. Right? Like, how good are you as a woman? Right? And so, a lot of guys get caught up in confusing men and women for being the same. Because this is what society wants. They want us to all be the same. And then this turns women and men to be the least desirable for each other which causes a lot of things not to work. Because when men and women are not desirable, babies start, stop being made. And if you guys have read the book, Hard Times for Young Men, this is the one thing that society wants. And this is how society is going to control people and control the population. And a lot of things nowadays you're going to see are just to control the populations. Abortions, vaccines, what you're eating, everything is to control the population. And this is one of the tactics is turning men and women the least desirable. So women think that they can have high body counts and have sex with a bunch of dudes and they're still going to be attracted to to guys and they're still going to be able to date dudes and get married to these dudes. And no, you're not. Like, av- dude, we're not attracted to those things at all. At all. And also for guys, women don't care if you have a high body count. They genuinely don't. They're all chasing the top, p- top, top percent of dudes. And they know if they want the best dude, they're going to have to share him along with the rest of the top dudes. This is just the reality. Right, but if you want the best woman, she has to have good values. She has to have purity. She has to have good relationship with her father. You know, these are all important things. I don't care if you worked. I don't care if you went to college. I don't care if you went to school. Right, but women kind of care about those things for men. Like they care if you're working. They care if they're making. If you're making money, they care if you're successful. They care if you're powerful. And they care about your success. This is what women care about for men. Why do you see ugly guys with really attractive women? It's not because of, oh, uh, this, this, you know, it's it's not not because of any of that shit, dude. Like, 
women are attracted to these guys because they have something special about them. It's the vibe they give off of this energy, right? And so when you start to master power and you start to master your emotions, you start to turn warm women on and you start to create more curiosity about you. Because so many men nowadays are so open about how they feel and and whatever. Like some dudes might even be posting pictures of them crying. Like, do you really think that turns women on? Like, no, dude, that's no girl's ever gonna want to date you after she sees that picture. So, you see this all the time, and this is just the reality of the world. And too many guys are just never wanting to accept the reality that women are not attracted to men who show their emotions. They're more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. This is literally the basics of dating and understanding game and understanding relationships. Men need to be logical and have emotional self-control. This is the basic foundation of being a man. And it's okay to feel things. However, it's not okay to act upon those emotions. Women act on their emotions. They act on their emotions. This is why women are emotional. And that's okay. Because they're women. If women were logical, it'd be weird. And when women try to be logical, it doesn't work. Example. I like a guy who shares all of his feelings to me. I like a guy who buys me all these things. I like a guy who pours all of his emotions to me. I like a guy who texts and calls me all the time. Right? That's women trying to think and being logical of what they like. But what do they emotionally respond to? That same girl, or a.k.a. all girls, say that thing, but then they end up dating the guy who does not care about them. Boom. That is the truth. What women do is the truth, not what they say. What women say is not the truth. What women do is the truth. Women vote with their feet. They might say one thing, but they're always going to do another. They might say they like guys who are simpy and guys who are more emotional and guys who are okay with acting more feminine, but then they always date the guys who are the complete opposite, the guys who weren't even affected by what they have to say. This is how they... This is how they clear out and categorize which men are weak and which men are easy to control which men are going to listen to what i say and actually do it because i know that those men i can control and i'm not going to be attracted to those men that's literally how it works is when women can control you they become unattracted towards you and they do not trust you because if she can control you society can control you other men can control you she wants you to be uncontrollable and that's a great thing about being a man is being uncontrollable and this is like a paradox women are always trying to control a man who can't be controlled they're they want mastery over a man who cannot be mastered and that's from stefan arnio hard times create strong men that's just the reality they want mastery over a man who cannot be mastered and when you understand that you're like what the fuck does that even mean right you're like what the heck but then start to really think about it, it's like, oh, it's just a paradox. It's like they're always chasing something that they can never get. And it's a nonstop roller coaster. It's a nonstop circle that just keeps going and going and going. And that's what keeps it alive. So hopefully you guys learned something from this podcast. And hopefully you guys realize that being emotional, acting upon your feelings, explaining how much you like a girl, telling how much how much you want to date this girl, whatever. Never works. Guys, 
let girls be more emotional let girls be nurturing let girls be caring let girls be feminine let them come to you it's okay to reciprocate if a girl tells you hey i like you I'm like you know what i like you too but do not go out of your way to tell them how much you like them before they do if a girl says i love you be gently honest with yourself be like do i love this girl if you do say i love you too and if you don't love this girl that's okay you can just say i can't wait to show you how much i love you in bed that's all you have to do. And it's you're just looking in your on yourself. And you're not going out of your way to tell you this girl how much you love her without her even saying it first. You want girls to do things first. You want girls to call you and text you first. You want women doing 90% of the chasing. Maybe even 100% of the chasing. It doesn't even matter. You want girls to be doing 95% of the fucking chasing. This is the reality. When, when girls do the chasing and pursuing, they're more happy. They're more feminine. And they appreciate it more. They appreciate your time and they really, they love you much more than the guy who's always reaching out to them. This is the reality you guys see all the time. All you guys have to do is understand this reality and start applying it to your own life. So hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast. If you've never listened to my podcast before, make sure you guys go listen to the podcast. Uh, I think the podcast just hit 20,000 followers, which is pretty fucking sick. 700 views on Spotify. Um, So yeah pretty fucking awesome if you guys want to you guys could check out my website set up a phone could you call with me um or you guys could set up uh you know to buy one of my courses and invest in yourself and your knowledge if you're interested in business and growing your social media platforms um i have a course on that on how on explaining how i made money for social media how i grew my social media but yes hopefully you guys enjoy this podcast and i will see you guys next time